Hi, I'm Nick Davis and I am the founder and managing director of NHD Tax Solutions and we are a boutique tax practice that doesn't do what tax practices normally do in that we don't do any compliance work, we don't do tax returns or accounts and we don't do any tax planning. We purely deal with tax disputes of any kind and across all taxes. We've, we've got a lot to talk about in this um, podcast, Nick. I think there's a lot of areas that are worth um, exploring. I do just want to quickly set the scene because uh, it is, I think, what we would class as being a beautiful winter's day here in uh, Deepka. Uh, we've got the sun shining. It's frosty outside. Uh, it's a little bit chilly, but it is, it is a beautiful, beautiful day and such an idyllic setting that you have here as well. Really, really nice, um, nice setting. Tell us a bit about the work that you that you do then. Okay, well, first I'm going to mention the setting because as you've mentioned, we're in deep car uh, on the outskirts of Sheffield. And that's ideal because uh, the work we do is truly national uh, and indeed beyond. So at the moment, my furthest northerly client is on the Orkney Islands and south uh, we're actually acting on behalf of a gin distillery in deepest Cornwall Wow! Uh, and our clients are everywhere in between so uh, here uh, it's just about ideal for us because it's very centrally located so you know I can be in Inverness or increasingly London uh, whenever I need to be but we're lucky enough to be in quite a beautiful place here it is. Uh, so in terms of what we do well tax disputes I can kind of segment that into three so the first third we'll deal with uh, relates to what HMRC would refer to as fraud okay uh, that dreadful f word And essentially, these are cases where HMRC consider that they have found evidence of deliberate tax evasion. So they think there's been a loss of tax to the exchequer. They think the taxpayer has done that deliberately. So they will open an investigation. That investigation will be either criminal or civil. So if it's criminal, the first thing we do is immediately uh, involve a solicitor But actually, criminal investigations are very rare. They don't take a huge number each year, largely because of lacking the resource to do it uh, and the criminal justice system being pretty clogged up at the moment. So most cases are civil, and we will then represent the clients and seek to negotiate a settlement with HMRC to cover all back taxes, penalties and interests that may be due. First of all, hopefully, you know, keeping criminal proceedings at bay, uh, but also making sure that HMRC are only taxing what is legitimately taxable uh, and not straying into areas where um, they're contending that there are liabilities where quite possibly a liability doesn't actually exist. So that's one side of what we do. We are also litigators. So if somebody has a dispute with HMRC, and it's not been possible to resolve it with the HMRC caseworker, any taxpayer, no matter what they might be, company, individual, charity or anything, uh, they they are able to actually take that to court, uh, the tax tribunal system, uh, and pursue their appeal that way uh, in front of a judge. 
and we represent clients in uh, the first tier tax tribunal and we instruct counsel for the higher courts. So that's about a third of our work. And then the other third, really, uh, you might say it's the more interesting part because it's any sort of dispute whatsoever uh, involving any tax whatsoever. So it's an old argument about is it taxable or not, or is it allowable or relievable or not. So we have those technical arguments and represent the clients in that. And we tend to secure very, very good outcomes for them in the end. I ask this as someone who is, uh, I am classed as self-employed. I'm always aware at any given moment, I might get that notification through that letter through the door or whatever to say that that my accounts are going to be investigated. I think like a lot of people, I probably bury my head in the sand a little in terms of thinking that's something I'll worry about when it, when it happens. Um, Is that the kind of thing that you get involved in or is it, is it only when it gets to the point where HMRC decide there's something going on here that doesn't seem quite right? Right, and it falls under that fraud category. Uh, no, not at all. We deal with any type of HMRC investigation, no matter how serious. Most of our work is referred to as it doesn't come directly from the taxpayers or very rarely. Uh, generally, it will be referred to as by the taxpayer's accountant yeah. or in many cases uh, by their solicitor. So I, I guess, you know, where we come from is that the simplest inquiries can usually usually be dealt with by an accountant but we do this as a day job it's all we do day in day out so it's not necessarily understanding the technical tax treatment of something it's more to do with how we engage with and indeed manage HMRC uh, strategically and tactically where we come from on that is that Of course, HMRC have powers. Uh, We all know that they have powers given to them by legislation. But there are limits on those powers. You know, they're not open-ended. And occasionally they will try to do things that they're not legally entitled to do. So we hold them to account on that. And equally, as well as HMRC having powers, taxpayers have rights. And those rights are also uh, enshrined in the legislation and also in HMRC's internal instructions. So so we make sure that HMRC properly observe our, our clients' rights. Tell us a bit about the, uh, the the background then. I guess there's two prongs to that. So I'd be interested in your background, but also the background of the, the business. I guess the two intertwine quite a bit. Uh, Well, they do. Uh, I've been involved in tax. It will be 45 years in May, because obviously, uh, as you can see, I started when I was about three. (laughs) Um, No, I actually started with what was then the Inland Revenue uh, as a 17-year-old filing clerk, whilst I was waiting to hopefully sign my first recording contract. Right. (laughs) Never arrived. Uh, and <laughs> There's I worked, time yet, Nick. There's time absolutely. yet. Absolutely. I, I worked my way through the ranks and ended up as an investigator. And then quite a lot of years ago now, I, I kind of saw the lights and uh, the gamekeeper became a poacher. And I've operated uh, in the accountancy profession generally, uh, including with some of the national firms ever since. 18 months ago, I took the decision that I guess I wanted to leave some sort of legacy so NHD Tax Solutions Limited came into being mm-hmm. uh, in in July 2021, just me in an office. Uh, but we're particularly geared to making our services affordable 
So we structured in such a way that small and medium-sized businesses and sole traders, individual self-employed people can afford to engage us. Uh, They're not having to pay um, the fees that big firms charge for what we do. And it's been hugely successful. So in less than 18 months, there are now four of us on the payroll full time. Uh, We're also using external consultants as and when needed. And we are pretty well constantly at the moment uh, actively seeking to recruit further. I said earlier about, um, you know, I kind of bury my head in the sand a little and just kind of hope that this is a topic that I never need to have a conversation with anyone about. I'm guessing I'm not alone in that because it is a little bit of a scary subject, isn't it? And I I think a lot of people just kind of hope it, it never kind of happens. Is it as scary? Is it as complicated as people think it is? It's certainly as scary uh, as people think it is. Um, you know, the brown envelope arrives and, and really it can open up a world of pain uh, and it can be very protracted. Uh, some HMRC investigations can can last for several years. Um, I think the longest I've ever had dragged on for about 15 years before wow. it was eventually resolved. So I think a large part of our job and probably the most important part of our job, yes, you know, we represent the client with regards to HMRC's involvement, but principally we are there to provide reassurance and hopefully provide some peace of mind. So there's never anything that can't be sorted out, no matter how bad it seems. You know, sometimes when we're dealing with the case, we we have to look at rather than ploughing through the boulder, how we how we actually go around it to to you know finalize the case and uh, and achieve an outcome that's going to make uh, everybody happy so uh, one thing we don't do is judge because people do make mistakes mm-hmm. now certainly dealing with cases that hmrc call fraud what i will say is that we rarely see something that we would necessarily call fraud because okay something has happened or not happened but usually there will be a whole host of mitigating circumstances that sit behind that to the extent that whatever has been done, which has resulted in not enough tax being paid, quite often there might be mental health issues that sit behind that or family tragedy or a whole host of things. So we don't judge. We simply represent um, and, and present a case in the best way we possibly can. And we're told we have a very good bedside manner as well. So, you know, we, we hold a client's hand all the way through the process uh, and make sure that they're okay uh, and pay particular regard to their well-being during, during the process of a case. I, I wanted to ask about that because I imagine a lot of, of, of the work you do is about, you know, the knowledge that, that you have and your team has from, you know, many years of, of, of working in, in this area. And that's very valuable. But I imagine you're generally going to be dealing with um, people who are going through something that's a bit frightening, probably something that's quite distressing. How, how much of your uh, work is almost kind of, you know, putting your arm around people uh, as it is just you know sheer kind of using that knowledge to resolve cases a huge amount actually Um, the two things are interlinked and go hand in hand the technical knowledge and if you like almost the pastoral care so imagine somebody receives a letter from HMRC accusing them of fraud because that happens it just drops through the letterbox one day um, and 
what goes through their mind is, am I going to go to prison? Am I going to lose my family? Am I going to lose my house? Am I going to go bankrupt? What's going to happen to me? Um, and it is quite horrible. Yeah. Now, interestingly, um, I'm a member of an informal group UK-wide called the Contentious Tax Group. And it's various people like ourselves, but also lawyers who are involved in the tax dispute world. And we had a meeting a couple of weeks ago. There were 17 of us on the meeting and... Uh, it was depressing how many of us have had clients who have taken their lives as a result of the stress of the uh, HMRC investigation. Uh, unfortunately, HMRC don't have processes for dealing with clients who have got severe mental health issues. They plough on regardless. So, yeah, it, it, it's a serious thing. As a group at the moment, uh, we're looking to align ourselves with a suicide prevention charity to see to apply pressure on HMRC really to handle these things a bit more sensitively and a bit more sympathetically because at the moment unfortunately although there are some great individuals in HMRC culturally as an organization those processes aren't there. It's not a nice um, topic, but I think it's an important topic, and um, I think you know, good, good on you that you're applying that that pressure to uh, to try and bring about some some change there. I um, I wanted to kind of probe a little bit further uh, in terms of, um, and I don't know how much you can tell us, um, but in terms of the kind of clients that you you're, you're working with, um, any kind of cases that you wanted to highlight, kind of war stories and and things like that. Absolutely. Well. The clients are as varied as people are, are varied, um, so there's no typical client at all. If I think at the moment, we are acting for a Danish freight forwarding company that has had a truck and a trailer seized by customs at the docks, and they quite like it back. <laughs> so we're trying to negotiate um, the restoration of, uh, of that stuff at the moment. We're acting for a fairly eminent uh, criminal defence barrister who, because of various family tragedies, um, has found himself with some quite significant tax arrears uh, and we're trying to deal with that situation. Anything and everything really. We've acted for professional sports people, Premier League footballers, television personalities, a film director, but equally we act for, at the moment, a lady who owns a small cafe, all sorts. It can be anything because really anybody is a taxpayer uh, and anybody can have difficulties or problems with their tax affairs one way or another. Do you, do you feel now that you're in a situation whereby you've kind of seen everything there is to see or do you still see cases coming up that, that uh, are something new that take you by surprise? Uh, every day I see something new that takes me by surprise. Just when I think I've seen everything, something else comes out of the woodwork. This is one of the big reasons I do it. The variety is incredible. No two days are ever the same. Uh, it's incredibly fast moving. HMRC have always got some new projects or other on the go. At the moment, one of the things they're particularly looking at is uh, overseas owners of UK properties uh, and tax reporting with regards to that. Every case we deal with is a human story, which highlights human fallibility and human weaknesses. 
So we, we never know what's coming next. If I wrote a book, nobody would believe it. They'd say it's fiction uh, because of some of the situations we find ourselves in are quite frankly unbelievable. I, I can I can absolutely believe it, and um, I, I love the way you talk about you know each case. There's a, a human um, there, and kind of you know recognizing that I think is 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 so valuable. I guess what I'm what I'm after at this point then is is, is your um, sort of advice for for you know someone gets that that brown envelope falls through the the door, whether it's a a, a, a standard investigation, whether it is a letter accusing fraud, whatever it looks like. What's what's your advice? What should someone who finds this podcast because they're in that situation? What's your advice to them in terms of what they should do? Uh, there's one major piece of advice which is do not ignore it because it is not going to go away. So if you don't want to deal with it, I understand that. I absolutely understand that. That's a lot of our clients, but it will not go away. So do seek professional advice. If you've got an accountant, in the first instance, go to your accountant. If they can't deal with the matter personally, then the best accountants will immediately bring in specialist help from somebody such as ourselves. But do not ignore it. That's good advice. That's great advice. So what about the future? You've talked a bit about um, uh, kind of looking to recruit. Um, what are, and, and obviously you've touched on the fact that you're representing clients from, you know, as, as far north as you can get to as far south as you can get. What, what does the future look like for the business? The future looks like continuous growth. Ultimately, I will begin to uh, step back from the business. I've got no appetite to do that at the moment. Right. Uh, but the existing team will take the business on. So that would be my legacy. We are expanding into some fairly niche areas at the moment. So uh, in particular, crypto. Every time there is a crypto transaction, uh, although it's not accepted by the government or by HMRC as a currency, they still want their pound of flesh. Right. So uh, with any crypto tra transaction, there comes a tax implication. So at the moment, we're, we're spending a lot of time dealing with that we, we, we're becoming positioned as one of the nation's experts on that tax changes every year every time there's a budget tax changes hmrc are currently being quite heavily uh, staffed up on the investigation side because the exchequer is very short of money so how do they get it in well they collect all of that tax that isn't being paid but should be the tax gap is reckoned to be at the moment about 35 billion a year. Uh, that's avoided or evaded tax. So uh, we we react to HMRC really. Um, you know wh whatever new initiatives they introduce to to attack that and to collect tax that is due, uh, we need to respond to uh, and be in front of really uh, to be able to give our clients the best advice and, and the best service we can. That makes sense. I never thought about crypto, by the way. That's that's quite fascinating, isn't it? That you yeah. kind of you, know, you hear so much about it. There's clearly a lot of money that's involved, but the tax implications from uh, from that that's that's uh, that's interesting. That's almost a podcast episode in itself. I think that we could we could get onto um, get onto that. Well, actually, it's not just crypto either. It's even NFTs. 
you know, the strange yeah. pictures of apes and things like that <laughs> that, that, that change hands. Um, it, it, it covers those as well. The, I think they're called non-fungible non tokens. Yeah. Um, uh, and that falls within it as well. I, I mean, I guess just generally, like, you know, the world changes at such a pace and, and kind of new things are appearing all the all the time. And, and, and what, you know, people like me don't stop and think, well, how does that affect things from a tax point of view? But I guess anything new that comes along, any any new fad or anything, um, is is going to in some way have some kind of tax implications. That's that's. I mean, that's really interesting. Um, just going to wrap us up then, really, just by asking, you know, if there's anyone that wants to find out more about your services, um, particularly anyone that you know finds themselves in that situation where they think they they could do with your your help, um, what's the next best step for for them? How should they get in touch? Uh, anybody that wants to get in touch, you, you can uh, contact us through the website, which is www.nhd-tax.co.uk. Brilliant. Thank you very much for joining us. It's been really interesting to uh, to chat and some fascinating stuff that's come up in there. So thank you for your time. Pleasure. Thanks very much, James. <laughs>